The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Welcome to the Welsh Wire. We're so thrilled that you joined us today. I'm Sherry Welsh, your host. I'm with Welsh and Associates, and the Welsh Wire is a program we bring to you talking to industry experts and business leaders about what matters to folks in West Michigan, business leaders and owners. And we've got a great special guest with us today from the east side of the state, to bring us a great perspective on things that matter to us a lot right now, supply chain issues and supply chain strategies. Our guest today is William Crane. William is the CEO of Industry Star, and he's owner of a podcast on supply chain innovation. And he's going to share with us a bit about some supply chain strategies for 2021. He's an expert in the field of supply chain. And for those of us that really feel like we're a novice in this area, he's going to give us a lot of great things Uh, to inform us about what's going on with supply chain issues right now. And if you're up to your elbows in them, I think you might have a few good ideas for you. William, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Happy to be here. I just realized how many W's we have uh, on this, and I I added one. So happy to be here. In all seriousness, happy to to be here. Love supply chain. Uh, We're going to try to unpack some of this this chain today. So yes, some of the mystique around it, right? And I can't think of anybody better to help us do it than you. That's great. And you've got a really cool, interesting background. I mean, you've done a lot of things. You've worked in startups, small business, large business. Um, Give us an overview of your history, William, and how you got to where you're at today um, as a supply chain consultant and expert um, running industry startup. Yeah, well, I'll try to live up to that that, uh, intro. I appreciate the the kind uh, overview. Um, yeah, I'm just fortunate. I, I, some would say uh, eclectic background. Others would say, uh, you know, different uh, life cycles of a business, different stages of products, right? Yeah. Um, and I just love creating stuff. I think that's the, I've always tried to follow my passion and, and that has always been bringing ideas to market uh, in the industrial space. Um, and I think that helps, right? I think, you know, yeah. experience, whether we're talking supply chain, whether we're talking finance, I mean, having diverse uh, experiences, not the same experience over and over, can help one in dynamic times like we're in now, right? And I Absolutely, think, uh, right. So uh, do you want to share any sp- anything specific about some of the companies you've worked for or some of the experiences yeah, so that really I, shaped so, your career and changed you along the way? Yeah, so I started off in, in large uh, enterprises, so companies like Daimler, Chrysler, uh, Kellogg, great uh, West Michigan company. So, yes. So uh, Kellogg, uh, they do a lot of great work. Um, and, and through those, I mean, really enjoyed working in, in large industrial companies, right? Uh, and, and went to consulting for a little bit at, at Grant Thornton, working with a lot of, uh, frankly, West Michigan companies uh, and, and throughout the state and, and globe. Um, went in the startup and venture capital space for a little bit, which is a little non-kind of Midwestern traditional uh, experience. Uh, love that, uh, you know, putting capital work and, and growing uh, businesses uh, from scratch. And then uh, dove into uh, launching my own startup, Industry Star, uh, a few years ago. Um, really just continuing to, to follow my passion, which was, you know, creating uh, supply chains from scratch, helping folks get products to market faster. Um, and that's what I get to do every day. I get to play. I get to uh, yeah. literally uh, <laughs> uh, get paid to uh, do what uh, 
I love doing, which is uh, what we all try to strive for. So. Don't you know it? That is so, so true. And you and I got connected because you're a Bronco. Yes. Uh, started off my, my supply chain journey uh, in West Michigan. So I'm a card carrying member of, of uh, the, the West side of the state and frankly loved living uh, in Kalamazoo. It was a little hard to, uh, to, uh, to leave, but you got to follow the opportunities. So, so I've, I've been on the East side for a number of years, but I spent a ton of time at uh, Western Michigan University, uh, working with students and professors and and I uh, just have a lot of friends on the West side as well. Yeah. Well, you know, you're welcome back anytime. And, and we love the fact that you know West Michigan. And, and that is a, that's a great perspective to be able to bring to you. Not just that, but a, a larger global perspective on supply chain. Because I mean, there's a lot of talk right now about yeah. supply chain disruptions and issues. And it's such a t- it seems like you're always reading something more about it being affected, whether you're just simply ordering something online or, you know, now we're talking in Michigan about the chip shortage and what's happened with the automotive industry. So, William, as you think about the issues, um, and West Michigan businesses really, I mean, what do you feel the most current supply chain challenges are that West Michigan companies are facing? And then maybe talk about what the major trends are that we should be considering. And, and you know, I don't know, maybe West Michigan is different than the whole country. Maybe we're much the same. I mean, enlighten us about that from your expert point of view. Uh, again, that's that's kind, of, but I'm impressed by the the microchip shout out there. That's uh, that's that's nuance here. That's uh, that's really good stuff. I mean, that, that's the latest <laughs> what a lot of people call black swan events, right? So yes. um, they're supposed to happen uh, in theory. You know, you get really geeky once a decade, bad stuff, right? So if something happens we don't know about. Um, unfortunately, uh, we're feeling it all personally a little bit more these days, and that's yeah. an understatement for many of us working longer hours. Um, maybe our kids are home. Uh, you know, with us, it's a lot of, a lot of additional stuff, right? You can access toilet paper, stuff like that. Uh, so, um, that's tough, right? And, and I think supply yes. chain has always been in the background. It's always, you know, it's my passion. I love it, but, um, we're feeling it from a personal home standpoint now. So, you know, just, right. you know, it, it so I think that's changed things a little bit. Um, specifically in West Michigan, I had a little, uh, maybe unique, uh, perspective on this. Um, and this is a, a kind of a broad stereotype, but I found it hold pretty true is, um, Many West Michigan businesses, whether it's a small business or, you know, some of the, the larger organizations like Hayworth, uh, you know, Steelcase, uh, Shapecorp, you know, some really world-class organizations that are based in Grand Rapids, in Kalamazoo, et cetera, um, that are multi-billion uh, dollars in revenue, um, they tend to, uh, by and large, have very localized supply chains. Uh, yeah. and, and that is, is in part, um, you could say... Uh, upbringing, uh, it's cultural in some cases yeah. the, of, yeah. of, of those that immigrated from other countries, et cetera, from certain parts of Europe. And, and that, that culture has, has, as a personal fascination, kind of uh, continued uh, and, and been kind of ingrained in some of these cultures, right, as part of the DNA. Um, what's super interesting uh, is, um, by and large, the, the disruption, uh, again, this is a broad statement, um, doesn't tend to happen as much to West Michigan businesses because they're they're insular from uh, in, in overgeneralization, but you know apart from that's coming from China. Uh, that if there's a, a challenge in a other part of the world, it doesn't impact them as much by and large, right? Mm-hmm. There's certainly right. still impacts, and, and many businesses are global. Um, but I think that um, mindset of of sourcing where you sell um, right. is something that um, for some West Michigan businesses doing a fantastic job of that. I mean, truly like world class. Uh, in every embodiment. Um, but I think there's probably um, some things that we could do to revisit that in some cases. Or maybe we got away from that for maybe not all of our spend, 
but mm -hmm. we tried to do some global sourcing and, and ah, that's kind of been our Achilles heel. Maybe we need to get back to some of those, uh, again, sourcing where we sell. So I think that's something that really stands out uh, that is uniquely uh, positive for West Michigan businesses, but I think there's still some opportunity to maybe uh, get back to the, the roots, if you will. Right. That's a great point and something that I hadn't really considered, but you're absolutely right. A, a lot of companies in West Michigan are doing a lot of local sourcing, and I, I, I think you use the perfect word. They're insulated from a, a lot of the major issues that are going on right now for people who have maybe shifted um, more their sourcing globally. Yep. What kind of trends are you seeing on the horizon right now? Um, you know, changes, struggles, issues. I mean, yeah, we, we talked about the chip shortage. I mean, that's one that's just popped up recently. That's like, whoa, where did that come from? But, but help us understand if there are some things that we should be on the lookout for uh, to try to get ahead of the curve here. Yeah, there's so much opportunity out there. I know it can seem, um, you know, there's kind of two extreme camps, right? A lot of talks I'm giving now are, are you know, supply chain disruption. Like, oh, it's so negative. I don't want to hear another talk about that, right? Um, it doesn't have to be though, right? I mean, no, I think there's, there's two extreme paths, right? Um, are you proactive or reactive, right? right. Are, you, are you going to survive or thrive? Part of that's a mindset. It's nothing to do with, you know, supply chain, right? Um, and so um, if we're talking about like macro trends, right? Um, you can view that prism through, through two different ways, right? You could look at it as, as a threat to my business, et cetera. And yeah, we need a little bit of uh, hopping our stuff in some cases to get things motivated or, you know, going down the, the tracks, right? Uh, at the same time, I think some of the, the um, opportunities around industry 4.0, uh, supply chain digitization, um, those are very frothy buzzwords. And, you know, it's not our you know, intent to, to unpack all those, those here. But um, some of those trends, though, about working smarter, working more productive, um, we're really good at that as, as, as Michiganders, right? I mean, we, yeah. we've uh, grown up in manufacturing. We've invented, uh, you know, some of those innovative things around the world that, that billions of people use, right? Yeah, we um, naturally innovate. Yeah, we do. And I think we got to celebrate that, right? And yep. I think as, as Midwesterners, as, again, as Michiganders, we need to lean into some of these things, some of these buzzwords that seem a little uncomfortable. It's not unique to people in Silicon Valley or, you know, people on the coast uh, don't have an advantage because uh, they're tech companies, Right. Or right. I got, you know, all lowercase uh, letters in the name of their company. Um, that's bogus. <laughs> Literally, uh, there's so much awesome, smart talent here. Yeah. Uh, it might mean we got to do things a little uncomfortable, right? Like we got to use some software, different way to work, right? Uh, we got to uh, partner with companies versus just kind of typical buy-sell, right? Right. Uh, new, new ways of working, right? But um, there's a lot of folks having success, right? And I think it means different things to different businesses. But I think the, the key kind of uh, maybe theme to, to bring that home is um, get uncomfortable, step, step outside your comfort zone, you know, attend, uh, you know, podcasts like this, go to uh, virtual events uh, to learn about new trends, right? And, and taste some of this stuff, you know, experiment yeah. some of this stuff because um, some of the companies that are doing that are, are literally, uh, no, no exaggeration, are creating the future. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Right. That's great. I mean, I'm sure in your consulting business that you're happy to do break fix with people, right? You got, you got issues, help, happy to help you fix it, but it's probably a lot more productive, fulfilling, rewarding, and good, just plain out good business practice to do that planning ahead, to do the strategy. And I'm sure you're really successful at helping your clients do that. Yeah, duct tape and band-aids doesn't work too too great. Uh, you know, you can always you know, <laughs> get for that a time, out, right? but you know, you but, could bleed uh, out. You know, we're fortunate. I mean, we, you know, our core focus is is you know, these macro trends. Okay, like how do we use technology to work smarter? How do we get more productive? You know, that type of stuff. So we tend to spend you know not all of our time because you know there's always challenges out there, but most of our time doing that. Um, 
and, and it's those folks I think that are they're on that that bleeding edge that um, are doing it the right way um, that are going to win that future and, yeah. and a lot of the future whether it's mobility whether it's CBG whether it's furniture um, things like black swan events like pandemics like recessions like semiconductors um, again you there's two ways to view that positive or negative regardless they bring the future to our doorstep a lot quicker right yes and so something that might have been a trend five years out like percentage of online sales 3d printing those are here right? those are yep. like big things now right not future stuff right so i think right um really participating in that i think being active participants is key yeah yeah. And, you know, the black swan events, well, you know, they seem to be happening more rapidly, too. There's nothing wrong with planning that there's another black swan event on your horizon really at any moment and getting yourself prepared and ready for that, right? Yeah. I mean, a couple of words that come to mind are like resiliency. I like that a lot. Uh, agility, right? Because I think agility to me is yeah. the, the most, uh, I try to you know, use that one just because it, it, that's what we need, right? And I think yeah. supply chain, the very definition of like chain together is linear, right? Um, there's multiple paths forward and, and they got to bend, not break. Um, that is really, really key. So if you're looking at what can supply chain do for your business, even if you don't have a supply chain team or, or you're like, okay, like I got to reduce cost. If it's as simple as that, um, reducing cost, uh, accelerating time to delivery of whatever your thing, your, your widget is, right? Um, or servicing, you know, a, a business too, right? Because it might have nothing to do with actual physical goods, but it's a service, right? Right, um, right. The key today, though, is really flexibility. So you can kind of take these, you know, market shocks. and It doesn't have to be negative either. We're talking about, you know, a lot of challenges, but there's um, so much positive. Hey, a new market that opened up, right? How do you capture that uh, 20% faster than your competitor? I mean, that stuff matters these days. Yeah, yeah. And that's a challenge. I mean, if, if you're listening right now and you're heading up a small business and you don't have a VP of supply chain, William, I mean, you might be thinking, these are great ideas, but how, you know, how do I get this done? What, what tips could you share with leaders who, you know, really have a small team and, and probably need to do supply chain, you know, as a unit um, versus like handing it over to one person to manage? I mean, how, how can they, how can they really focus in on reducing their costs and taking advantage of some of your ideas? Well, that, I mean, that's a stupid question. Uh, the, I mean, there's so many things. I think that's the, the thing that um, I would say is the most common thread uh, with, uh, you know, supply chain, other disciplines, right. Is, uh, it doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to be, Hey, I have to have a budget. Hey, I have to hire someone. Um, the, the traditional ways of working, that might be yeah. the answer, right. But there's so much new ways to do business these days. Um, that again, might be uncomfortable the first time you do it, but then it's like, Whoa, like that worked really well. Like I need to do more of that. Right. And so when I'm a huge fan of personally, if you're interested in this, uh, like exponential organizations, kind of the, the buzzword. So basically on-demand uh, services, on-demand uh, business models, right? So how do nice. you um, not have to hire full-time employees for every single thing that you need under your umbrella, right? So in the case of yep. like supply chain, there's on-demand supply chains of service. Right. Well, guess what? There's that for accounting. There's that for, that for finance, right? There's that for HR, right? And, and so and there's different ways to work, right? So I think finding ways totally. to... Um, add agility, reduce cost, you know, partner for success, right? The answer might be, you know, work with a services firm that uh, adds that core value uh, and together, you know, one plus two equals five. You know, I mean, that's right. kind of the, the kind of new frontier, I think, for a lot of businesses, not just not just small businesses. But right, 
Right. That, that's, that's so interesting that you say that because, I mean, candidly, that's exactly what we did in our business, right? We just introduced a new talent acquisition model called Flex. And we introduced it because we recognized the struggle that companies were having during the pandemic, especially when, when they wanted to hire um, you know, a number of employees over the course of a year and their HR departments are strapped, right? And, and we call it Flex. Why? Because it's completely flexible. We have the ability to design it and put it together for long-term success and in whatever manner the company or the client needs it to be. And that's exactly what it was born out of. You know, we recognized that there was a, there was a need for it and a need to just be flexible and offer real solutions and, you know, meeting a need, meeting folks right where they're at right now um, with talent acquisition. So that's really interesting that you say that. Yeah. yeah I was just building on that too. It's like, um, cost is important, right? Time is important. I mean, these are all variables. It's like yeah. an equation's got to, the equation's got to make sense. You have to have arbitrage to be successful. At the same time though, and I think a lot of people would subscribe to this. It's not meant to be you know, shocking. I would put agility, you could say flexibility, whatever ability you want to put into that beats cost and time, not 10 times out of 10, nine times out of 10. I mean, take a look at a black swan event that, that happens more frequently, yeah. right? So if, if you were uh, trying to uh, staff up to X level, if you were trying to uh, work with a lowest cost provider in a, a low cost country, right? Um, that arbitrage that you think you're getting uh, goes away instantly at the, the second something breaks, right? And so sure. I think finding ways to have plan Bs, plan Cs that you can flex in and out of, um, that's becoming more and more the norm in mobility, aerospace, uh, lots of industrial uh, businesses. I love it. I love it. And you do a lot of research too. We've talked about this. When you do a lot of research with Western, um, probably from your background there and your great connections you had there from the underground days, you work with some national supply chain think tanks like ISM. Um, so in your perspective, where do you see the most opportunity for supply chain to, to drive results for small business and, you know, in the months ahead in 2021? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I love working with, with uh, uh, professors at Western Michigan University. And, and I mean, shout out to them, too. They, they've just really put in the work over the years. Uh, really proud as a, a fellow Bronco that, I mean, depending on the rankings, which is always interesting, uh, you know, top two, top 10, top five uh, supply great chain program. management yeah. program there. You're, uh, you're living proof. It's a great and, program, uh, William. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, look a, at you. A lot of people commit uh, <laughs> to that. But there's, I mean, seriously, I mean, really, you know, great for just West Michigan, the state, right? Michigan State, fine program, Michigan Bad. as well. Uh, just so fortunate with, with talent and supply chain in the state. But I mean, certainly Western's a leader in that. Um, and we're trying to do our small part, right? So we've got a research study right now ongoing in Industry 4.0. So if anyone's interested in this, we're like, oh, I don't know what that jargon is or that might make sense. Um, would love to have you participate in that, right? So, you know, free study that, that gives back to, to Western Michigan students to improve the curriculum and also, you know, um, have to provide the analytics of that to, to other practitioners. But um, and we try to do that. I think that, that having a point of view on some of these things should not be unique to someone on the coast. We should be yeah. able to fly that flag uh, in the state uh, as proudly as anyone else. So we're trying to do you know, our small part to keep a lot of innovation R&D uh, per perspective yeah. here. Um, and then on the national level too, so much great stuff going on with ISM um, that, that we participate uh, with as far as writing and research. Um, as far as macro trends though, and we talked about two good ones, I think building redundancy, uh, building agility, super, super important. I think to maybe add to that, really leaning into um, using technology tools. Again, the buzzwords are going to vary from digitization to, you know, cloud to, to things like that, AI, right? 
don't get scared yeah. of that, right? And again, yeah. if you're a small business uh, and you're listening to this, that is for you too, right? Because you, you don't want to have yep. uh, an Amazon effect to you at the, at the local level, right? You betcha. Um, so, yep. so partnering for success is really, really key there. You don't have to do that in a vacuum. Um, you don't have to have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I just try to hang out with smart people that have answers, right? For I mean, sure, really, right. You know, I hear you. associate with other folks that have small businesses uh, as well, um, whether it's the Chamber of Commerce, whether it's just, again, getting out there on, on LinkedIn. Um, that's going to really move the needle. And I think that's going to yeah. really surprise. I'm fortunate to where we're working with a lot of uh, large and small businesses in this area. So I can, I can confidently say uh, that future is here. It's just how much of that is becoming you know, readily available. And that's everything from you know, how do you um, optimize the cost structure of your business to get yourself arbitrage? How do you reduce your inventory so you got more working capital? What that embodies uh, in for that business or that industry, you know, varies, right? Um, but there's a lot of really exciting stuff going on. And I think really trying to participate in that digital realm is really, really key. Yeah, absolutely. You've given some great tips, you know, building agility, using tech tools, you know, some really awesome tips that you've given to our listeners. And you've also shared some pretty good resources too. Um, I want to make sure that we give our listeners an opportunity to connect with you on that study that you're doing, William, right now and participate in that for the, you know, for the benefit of Western, Western students, companies in West Michigan. Um, if they want to reach you about that study, what, or, or about other things, they have questions about you, about Industry Star, what's the best way for them to reach out to you and get in touch with you about that? Yeah, like you, I'm a people person, right? So I'm, I'm pretty hard to uh, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple easy ways, right? I mean, the easiest one's, you know, email, which is william.crane at industrystar.com or industry and then star.com, our website. Uh, you can, you know, contact me there as well. Um, as far as that study, um, if you go to our resources section of our website, there's a number of free resources. Uh, we're big on creating content just from an altruistic standpoint. That's just a huge uh, tenet of, of what we do. Um, so there's tons of resources if you're interested in those. Uh, and if you want the specific link to that survey, uh, just send me an email and I'll make sure you get a copy of it. Um, Beautiful. Because I bet there's some folks listening that are thinking, I, I'd love to be a part of that. I'd love to learn more. And I, I, I'd be remiss too if we didn't do a shout out for your podcast because it's fantastic. Highly rated podcast in the supply chain world. Appreciate that. And it's called Supply Chain Innovation. Correct? Yeah, correct. And we're on you know, similar platforms, right? So um, yep. you know, there's, uh, and I'm not saying this to the flyer share, there's so many... Uh, well, there's not so many. There's so few podcasts out there. There are even a fewer number of quality podcasts. And I appreciate everything you're doing on this show to just you know share resources, right? And that's what we try to do. We're very, very focused on supply chains. So if you want to geek out on supply chain uh, or want to learn more about these topics, we try to um, you know save people time by saying, hey, here's a podcast on purchasing and this is what you can learn and things like that. Or here, right. if you're into inventory, uh, here's a, a podcast on that, right? Um, really fortunate. We've got just some some really smart people that have been on the show uh, and it, again, whether you're a small business, mid-sized business, we can all learn from each other. And I think those best practices exactly. are just really key, right? Um, I'm yeah, surprised. So, uh, yeah, like-minded, my friend, you know what? I mean, that's why we do what we do, right? To share best practices and iron sharpens yeah. iron along the way, right? You and I get to learn a whole lot too when we have great guests like on our quote, show. By the way. I'm going to borrow that quote. I like yeah, that quote. I mean, seri seriously, I've learned so much today about supply chain and things to think about in my own business and, you know, ways to help and, and connect other people to great ideas about how to improve theirs. 
So, uh, William, I just really appreciate you being on our show today. Our guest today has been William Crane. William is the CEO of Industry Stars. We talked about a business he started several years ago, and he's also got a great podcast, Supply Chain Innovation, on all your podcast channels. You can find it there. And listen, you need to tune into him because he is a Bronco at heart. He knows West Michigan and dialed in on supply chain and what's happening out there. William, thank you so much for being our guest today on The Welsh Wire. Appreciate it. Had a blast. Um, thanks for for uh, the great prep notes and in, in, in the show, and, and really uh, hopefully uh, aid your listeners' uh, supply chain journey uh, in some small way. So keep up the great work. Oh, Thank you too. I know you have. Thanks again for being our guest. Thank you for listening to the Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.